Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Daniel. And we are Civil Youth, and you are listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. These are just emotions, coming through the motions, to make it seem like I'm the only one. This is my moment to break free, to love to tour and throw the key from whatever is holding me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2019, and that means Eagles Enemies is officially back right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and I am thrilled to kick off preseason week one with the one and only Teron Davenport. He covers the Titans for ESPN. Glad to have you back on the show, Teron. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. It's always good to come on and talk a little shop. You know, the Philly connections, got to keep it going. Absolutely. When the, uh, the schedule came out and I saw... The Titans were on the preseason schedule. I already knew I had to get you back on, so it's great to have you back. Um, the Titans made a lot of moves this offseason to uh, to the benefit of their franchise quarterback, Marcus Mariota, uh, especially when it comes to the playmaker uh, position. They go get Adam Humphreys, and they draft A.J. Brown. Uh, what have you seen from those two in camp, and how do you expect them to really you know, benefit and bolster this Titans offense that seemed to struggle at times last year? Yeah, Adam Humphreys is going to be crucial to that offense, just making them more efficient, and especially on third downs. He's one of the best third down receivers in the league, and that's just because of the short area quickness, and he's a tough cover. So he's a guy that a quarterback can know is going to be in the right spot at the right time. It's, it's no coincidence the the Patriots wanted him because he's one of those just polished players that once things are, are down as far as the time is concerned it, it really helps and that's going to make things better for the whole offense because now they're going to get more snaps more reps during the game because he's going to like i said extend it extended the, the change you know and keep those drives going um aj brown has been hurt we haven't really seen much of him he came out the first day of camp and he was uh cutting to you know while he was running a route and he i don't know if it was hamstring or what it was but he slipped and he hasn't been back. Today was his first day back on the field. He wasn't in uniform per se. They were in just helmets and, you know, shorts and jerseys. And he didn't have his helmet on. But for the first time, we saw him on the field other than working the jugs machine since day one of camp. He did some ladder work. I saw him working with the receivers coach during individual periods. So haven't really seen him to really say the impact, but I will say he's going to have one especially when they run RPOs. It's a lot like Carson Wentz and Foles going to Alshon Jeffrey, that big body to get that uh, you know position on the slant rope. Definitely, and you know, you talk about Carson Wentz and one of his favorite targets last year was Zach Ertz. How big is it going to be for Marcus Mario to have Delaney Walker back in this offense? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. It's no secret Delaney is probably his favorite pass catcher he's had since he's been in the league, although the relationship with Corey Davis is budding. But uh, Delaney just, you know, being able to get those free yards, right? He's a guy you throw a short pass to, and he'll get you a lot of yards after the catch. He runs those high percentage routes in between the hashes, and he's someone that is a very sure pass catcher. So it's big time for Mariota, keeping him on schedule, you know, and being able to know that he has guys that he could trust. And, you know, with his injury history, uh, the Titans went out and got a, a quality backup quarterback that you could argue is the best backup in the league now with Ryan Tannehill. 
Uh, I saw some of your videos on Twitter with him on the field and everything. What have you seen from Tannehill uh, so far through training camp? You know, honestly, Monday, today was the best I've seen from Tannehill since he's gotten here. And it, although, you know, he did have a nice deep throw to Cleve Raymond, one of the uh, third third team receivers. But today, just the way he threw it, anticipation, it worked a lot of two-minute. And he just was getting that ball out there before the receiver made his, his cut. And it was just, it was right on time. And he just looked confident. They ran, like I said, two-minute drill. He had command of the, the whole drill, you know, getting to the line, making the checks and, and the calls. So I think it's good to have a guy like Tannehill in, in the, you know, just waiting in the wings in case something should happen. I don't think it's going to be a, a competition or anything like that. But like I said, it's good to, to have them just so like last year where they got caught with their pants down in the last game of the year against the Colts in the must-win situation and Gabbard just couldn't get it done. I think Tannehill... Uh, unlike Gabbard, he could get that thing done when you need him to. Definitely. And, you know, he wasn't the only veteran that the Titans brought in. They bring in Roger Saffold and Cam Wake. How big is that going to be, you know, just for the locker room, knowing uh, Roger Saffold played in the Super Bowl last year, Cam Wake being in the league for over 10 years now, knows what it takes to win in this league, to really help a team that's kind of on the rise and, and you know, growing to uh, become a perennial, you know, contending uh, team in that AFC South. Yeah, Saffold is huge. Not only because of the locker room, but just because of the match to the outside, to that zone scheme, right? He's one of the best guards when that's concerned. And then ESPN, they have a pass block win win rate. And it, basically with that is, you know, if you hold your block for two and a half seconds or more, that's considered a win. And he was one of the top guys in that category. So it's big on, on all platforms for the Titans. Can't wait. He still could get after the quarterback. He's a guy that just he's in just ridiculous shape. And he's someone that is good in the locker room and helping the younger guys. You know, I talked to Rashawn Evans, Howard La- Harold Landry, excuse me. Both of them said that, you know, talking to to Wake has helped them regulate their diet, like understand the importance of, of you know, maintaining a healthy diet and holding off on that cheeseburger or anything like that. Uh, you know, until Till later, you know, when you're, you're training for camp and you're, you know, getting ready for the season, you got to be at peak performance, and that's a way to do it. So it's definitely good there. And also just having that veteran, you know, to, to as, uh, you know, Chuck Smith, a, a pass rush specialist, would say, it's pass rushing is a culture, right? And, and having a guy to help push that culture and can't wake is huge for a younger guy like Harold Landry. And, you know, year two now for uh, Mike Vrabel as the head coach, of the Tennessee Titans. What has he kind of, you know, taken from his first year uh, with the reins of this team into this year to kind of get ready and just having that experience under his belt now? Yeah, the biggest thing for him is he wants to be consistent. He wants to make sure that they're a team that is able to get up for a, a squad like the Patriots but not be too low for a team like the Bills, right? They want to beat the teams they should and, and play up to the teams that, that they shouldn't beat quotation marks so i think that's a big thing and he's just really smart with managing how the guys are, are you know the stress is put on their bodies this this uh this camp you know it's 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 hot right and, and the guys are doing a lot of running and he's just managing that uh, focusing on situations so i think that's really the key and just continue to build that culture uh, he he wants to you know have the guys have a family atmosphere 
have trust so that when on game day they play for each other, you know, and uh, that's something that's that's huge for them. So that's pretty much the deal with, with Vrabel. And then, you know, the Titans had a, a scrimmage recently. How did that go? Would you have any of the uh, the players that played in that scrimmage kind of stand out to you that you weren't expecting? Yeah, I mean, the scrimmage, it went well. Um, there weren't really any standouts I wasn't expecting. Tajay Sharp played well. Um Sharif Finch played well, uh, a Temple guy, actually, and he's an outside backer for them, and he, he's he's someone It's going to be good to see him there against the Eagles, you know, returning to the link. Uh, those two stood out. There weren't any surprise standouts, per se. And then, you know, as we head into this game on Thursday, um, obviously you're not going to see a bunch of the starters from either of these teams, but what's Mike Rabel kind of expecting from the guys that he's going to throw out there, and what's he uh, – obviously with the vanilla offenses and defenses that teams run in the preseason, but what's he kind of looking for uh, from his guys as we head into week one of the preseason? Execution. That's really the bottom line. He wants to see the guys, you know, maintain their assignments. Like you said, it's going to be vanilla, but he still wants to see them go out and, uh, you know, execute. And it's uh, another thing that's really huge for him is keeping the cool, right? You know, they want to limit the penalties. They can't have the, uh, you know, extracurricular stuff after the whistle or anything like that. That's huge for Vrabel. So I, I would expect, you know, a focus on that. And then has there been any emphasis on some of these new rule changes, especially, uh, you know, with challenges for pass interference and everything? Has that been something that this Titans team is kind of focused on to prepare for the regular season, knowing that in the preseason they're going to call it more often than they will during the regular season? No, there really hasn't been a focus on that. I mean, it's just – proper technique that's really all it is and that's something that they, they coach up anyway so i don't think the focus on on the rule changes are, are really going to be something that you know is something that that the the coaching staff is is beating into the the guys because it's something that they do anyway and you know we talked about obviously roger saffold coming in but having this offensive line protect marcus mariota uh throughout the season is going to be huge for him because uh, this is a big year for both of those quarterbacks that were in that draft with Mariota and Jameis Winston. Uh, what are you kind of expecting to see from Marcus Mariota this year to kind of bounce back and really put the league, you know, on notice and let them know, you know, he was the number two overall pick for a reason? Yeah, I, I think the main thing for Mariota is just making sure that he's able to pick up the blitz, right, and make the correct adjustments. Being able to play freely is, is huge, and that's something that he talked to the OC about before the year, uh, just, you know, the OC Arthur Smith just said he wants him to play freely. He wants him to allow his ability to take over. So that's the huge thing. Getting the ball out of his hands quickly is important. And that's where a guy like Delaney Walker comes into play. That's where uh, Adam Humphreys comes into play. And Corey Davis, you know, he's had an awesome camp. So having that guy and being able to just have that confidence to throw him the football, even when he's covered, is huge, and that's what he's been doing. So we'll see how that develops during training camp, you know, in the preseason games and how it carries over to actual games. But that's going to be huge for them. And, you know, Corey Davis is a guy, too, that gets talked about because of where he was drafted uh, this year, kind of having to be that breakout year for him. With this camp that he's having, do you expect, you know, to kind of see that, that high draft pick Corey Davis throughout the regular season now? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm expecting to see a lot of production from him. I think that, you know, with given what he's been able to do, um, just as far as, like, just attacking the football and just play with more confidence, 
I think that is huge, and uh, I, I expect to uh, to see that from him just continue to happen. So, yeah, I, I think with that, he's going to make sure that he has that, that breakout season. He was on pace for 1,000 yards last year, you know, 891 mm-hmm. yards. That's pretty good, you know, and they just morphed into a running team towards the end of the year, and things changed. So I, I don't, you know, believe in the whole calling him a bust or anything like that. I think he's a, a valuable player, and, um, you know, he's really going to show his, show his uh, ability this year. You know, with that running game, Derrick Henry, obviously the bell cow back now. How's he doing? I know uh, I saw some pictures of him on the sideline uh, with that kind of leg sleeve. What's his uh, his status uh, right now in terms of the injury he's dealing with? Well, the, the report was uh, two weeks, and that was at the beginning of last week. So that being said, I think next week we could begin to see him back in action. Saw him on the jugs machine um, Friday, I think it was, so. That's progress, and it's just, you know, it's something they're just trying to, to be cautious with. They can't – he's one of the guys – I mean, they can't afford to have anybody hurt, but he's truly one of the guys that they can't have get injured. And, you know, with the breakout season he had last year, do you expect this team to stick with kind of a run heavy or go more balanced now that Marcus Mariota has the protection that, you know, was brought in, bolstered with Roger Saffold and – the uh, the pass catching weapons that were also brought in with AJ Brown when he comes back from injury, and then like we said, Adam Humphreys being one of the better slot receivers and third down receivers in the league. Yeah, they want to find balance. That's really what it boils down to. Like every team, I think they will emphasize the run. Arthur Smith has said it before that he believes their most explosive player is Derrick Henry, and I mean he joked about the ninety nine yard touchdown and used that as as an example, which I think is a valid example. So. Uh, they're going to run a zone, gap, and power. You know, they're going to blend all of that. So I, I would say definitely expect to see a lot of Derrick Henry. And then, you know, one of the, the league trends recently is, uh, you know, offense is kind of morphing into that 12 personnel as their base package. With guys like Delaney Walker and Jonu Smith on this team, do you expect to see the Titans go with a lot of 12 personnel or because of the receiving options they have, do you think it'll be a lot of three wide receiver sets? Yeah, I think they're going to use a lot of three receiver sets. Um, that's that's probably their best package. But once John Smith comes back, he's on pup right now. So once he comes back, I would say yeah, they're going to run a lot of twelve personnel because you could be multiple even out of twelve personnel because you could give a three receiver look with twelve personnel when you have a guy like Delaney Walker who could run routes like a receiver. He is a former college receiver, so. That helps them, and they're just going to be multiple. You're going to see four receiver sets. You'll see three. You'll see 12. You'll see, uh, you know, three tight ends in the game with Anthony Ferks or Michael Pruitt. You're going to see a lot of different packages, and that's really what it's all about for them. They want to be unpredictable and be able to win in different areas offensively, and that's that's what they're working towards, and I think they'll, they'll be able to, to attain that goal. And, you know, the Eagles brought in a former Tennessee Titan uh, recently with Jonathan Cyprian, obviously coming off an injury last year, but spent time with the Titans last season. What can you tell me about Jonathan Cyprian, what he might be able to uh, bring to this Eagles team that could help him stick on this uh, 53-man roster? Yeah, I think when they go big nickel, he'll be good for the the Eagles. He's a guy that's more of a box safety, um, not very rangy or anything like that, but he basically is another linebacker for them, especially in their, their dime and nickel packages. They could use him, and he's a tone setter. The best example of what he does as far as setting the tone 
is the playoff game against the Chiefs in 2017. He basically took Kelsey out. It wasn't a dirty hit. It was just a hard, solid hit and took him out of the game. And, you know, Derrick Henry ran the ball to, to match with that tone. And they went into Kansas City and, and they beat the Chiefs, a highly ranked team at, at, in the division or in the conference at that time. So Cyprian is a player. You know, he's a guy I know is hungry to get back on the field. He was uh, actually looking forward to having a, a really good year in Dean Pease's scheme, which always puts the safeties in great position. But he got hurt. They brought in uh, Vaccaro, and Kenny Vaccaro is just the perfect match to uh, uh, Kevin Byer, the best safety in football. So those guys uh, worked together really nicely. And, you know, as a result, they had to move on from Cyprian. And I'm glad he landed, and I think he's in a good spot. And I know Jim Schwartz, uh, I like him because he loves those guys that are hybrids, and that's definitely what Cyprian brings. That was my next question, too. You know, how is he going to fit with uh, with Jim Schwartz and kind of with that box safety fit? A lot of things that I've seen, a lot of people kind of compare him to Mark Barron. Would you say that's pretty accurate? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. That's actually you know, where I was going with that. I uh, think Mark Barron, uh, a linebacker, you know, by by program, but, a, a you know, he's listed in the, in the program as a linebacker, but he's a safety uh, just playing like that, and that's really what Cyprian is. And, you know, bringing Cyprian in and these types of safeties that are kind of hybrid, we saw a lot of that with the, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers last year where they were going with, like, five defensive backs, um, but a lot of them were kind of Cyprian, Mark Barron types. Do you think that's kind of just defensive coordinators and the league kind of catching on to this 12 personnel where you kind of have to counter it with, uh, you know, two tight ends on the field? Well, I, I think it's part of that, but it's also a part of teams working to run the football out of spring. And when, when you're doing that, you know, you need guys who are run stuffers, you know, and that big nickel package is making its way back. The Eagles used it before with Corey Graham and uh, Rodney McLeod as well as Malcolm Jenkins. You know, and last year they gave some of those looks. Again, obviously not with McLeod, but, you know, because he was out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just – a matter of just adapting with the league and, and the way the league has evolved into more of a spread open wide out uh, kind of game, which has called for guys being hybrids. And as a result, you see a lot of linebackers who are normally linebackers playing the defensive end, you know, and the trickle down effect. And then, you know, with this game on Thursday, uh, like we said, it's, it's mostly vanilla and a lot of the backups will get a lot of the playing time. Um, but what are you kind of expecting to see this Titans team do against uh, an Eagles defense that there's a lot of, you know, question marks on the defensive line uh, just because of the youth and then obviously Michael Bennett getting traded and Chris Long retiring. Um, but what are you kind of expecting to see from this Titans offense on Thursday night, uh, whether it's Mariota or Tannehill kind of calling the shots uh, against this Eagles defense? Well, like I said, it's really just going to be about executing, and I think they're going to just work to – to you know, maintain the game plan. I think they will take some shots. Number fourteen, Khalif Raymond, is a guy to watch out for. I know Taywan uh, Taylor, number thirteen, the receiver. He'll get a lot of work. Um, I wouldn't expect Corey Davis or Marcus Mariota in for a while, but I think they're going to just you know work their offense. They're going to work on just uh, being balanced and running the football with Deion Lewis more with Jeremy McNichols and and Barnes and Dalen Dawkins, you know, who is uh, related to Brian Dawkins. Uh, that's really going to be the focus, just getting that part of it right. And then defensively, 
It's just going to be about alignment and assignment. I want to, you know, look at the the matchups with Monty Hooker, the fourth round pick going against the tight ends. I think that's going to be big for them. Uh, Dane Crookshank as well. So it's just just seeing how they match up against a team that's stacked offensively, and then you know going against a, a defense that will bring pressure. You know they bring it with their front four. So I think it's going to be a good opportunity for the Titans to gauge where they are offensive line wise against those guys up front, especially, you know, Fletcher Cox, who, you know, we know is one of the best tackles and uh, that first series, just seeing how that works. And then after that, you know, seeing some of the younger guys go in there, uh, Sharif Miller is going to be interesting watching him against the tackles. So it's just that kind of thing where you're just looking for uh, iron against iron. And then, you know, uh, with it being preseason, who, who's somebody on this Titans team, whether it's offense or defense that, uh, you might have an eye on that not a lot of people know about, but could make a, an impact in this game to really uh, open some eyes for this coaching staff to say, hey, maybe we need to keep them on this roster. Sharif Finch, uh, well, he's in the rotation, so we'll go a little bit deeper. I would say Derek Roberson, undrafted free agent. He's going to be one to watch, outside linebacker. He gets it. He get after the quarterback. Um, Isaiah Mack, a D-tackle out of U- University of uh, Tennessee, Chattanooga. He's someone that could play, especially running down screens. So those are two guys. Offensively, Khalif Raymond, I think he's really going to be the one to watch because he's a he's a burner. He, he's not afraid to catch over the middle. He has hard. He's only 5'8", 100 and nothing pounds, but he's uh, really uh, a good player, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing him stand out. And, TD, you know how we do things, even though it's the preseason, you know, wins and losses don't really matter here. Uh, what do you think the Titans have to do to come out on top in this game and then on the flip side uh, for the Eagles to potentially knock down the Titans? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's preseason, so I, you know, that's, that's not really a, a question to be answered. Uh, I guess it just, you know, just stick to their assignment and, and execute. That's really the bottom line. I mean, there's not really too much game planning that goes into it. They're just, you know, they're going to line it up and, and see where the chips fall and get their guys uh, the necessary work in against a different team. That's more what it's about. Definitely, and it's always good catching up with you. Um, let everybody know where they can follow your work and uh, all the social media uh, that you're on to uh, make sure they're keeping up with the Titans. Yeah, it's real simple, at T Davenport underscore NFL on Twitter. You could look to Ron Davenport on Instagram. That's it. Check me out. Um, ESPN.com, you know, that's that's where you find me. TD, it's always great having you on the show, and uh, who knows, you know, the NFL's crazy. Maybe we'll be talking about uh, a potential Eagles-Titans Super Bowl in February. Yes, sir. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks for hopping on again, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, take care.